Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chick Show. My name is Grace Dietrich, and one of your, and I am one of your hosts of the um, the Chick Show. And I am excited to be back today. We, well, I am doing a solo episode, and um, Leanne and I will be back together next week again. But I wanted to, um, well, talk to you guys about a few things. First of all, I can't even believe that we are almost through mid-February. Um, like, where has the year gone so far? I feel like it's going by super, super quick. This, this um, past weekend was a fun weekend. I'm sure a lot of you were watching the Super Bowl. We had a little get-together. We haven't had one in a long time. Um, I don't know if you guys know if we've talked about this. I feel like we have, but I am a huge Taylor Swift uh, fan. I always like my homes anyways. So um, I was really happy to root for for them. But obviously having Taylor Swift being a part of the team now sort of, it makes it like more excited. So hopefully you watched it and you enjoyed it. The halftime show was fun. And um, now we have Valentine's Day coming up and President's Day weekend and with February being a sure month, um, all of a sudden it'll be March already. And I think this brings me into a good way to kind of go to the topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is time management, right? How do you um, handle everything that's going on between your family and your work life and everything else that you need to be done um, to be the most productive that you can and really tackle um, the most important things that will, that will have the biggest effect on your career and your family life and friends' life, et cetera, et cetera. So today, the topic of the podcast is going to be 10 tips for working moms um, to help them with time management. Um, whether you're, you know, you have a full-time job, whether you are entrepreneur like me and Leanne, or whether you are, you know, a stay-at-home mom or part-time, I think everyone can really benefit of some time management tips and productivity because I know that all of us with technology can get so sidetracked and, you know, we can waste silly time just sort of like, you know, scrolling and, you know, doing activities that we think are productive, but they're not. So anyways, I am excited about this topic. I feel like this is something Leanne's really good at and I'm a work in progress. So she's probably going to be proud of me for doing this episode and just sharing some of the things that have worked for me. So tip number one, um, we would say, and I think she would agree, it's set clear goals. And um, her and I talked about goal setting um, 
pretty much the whole month of January. So if you want to refer back a little bit to those episodes, um, they will really help you with some tips on how to get goals. But uh, setting clear goals, it's super helpful. You want to define what you want to achieve both at work and at home. And it's important to have a clear goals so that, you know, it can help you prioritize the tasks effectively. So set clear goals. Number two, create a schedule. Super important. You want to allocate specific time blocks for work, specific time blocks for house chores, household chores, family time, and personal activities. And if you stick to your schedule as much as possible, um, it's going to help you and you will maintain a balance. I love um, time blocking. Um, I found it that sometimes even, you know, sometimes you can get overwhelmed, but this could be as silly as your closet is messy. And all of a sudden you look at your closet and it feels like such an overwhelming big project. But if you time block and you say, I'm going to do 30 minutes and I'm going to start with one drawer, then all of a sudden that wasn't as hard as thinking to yourself, oh my God, I have to organize the whole closet. So time blocking 30, one hour to focus on one task and one task only, it's sort of like relaxing at the same time, but you know that you set you set the timer and you do it. And if you need to organize big spaces in your house, like the pantry, the laundry room, your closet, a drawer that's messy, I tell you, you do time blocking and you just pick one thing at a time, one drawer, one cabinet, and you will feel very accomplished. And then you'll realize, okay, this isn't as hard as I thought, and it could be done. So time blocking is something that I'm getting really good at and implementing more. And I do it for work too. I'll say, I'm going to do time block for follow-up, or I'm going to just Let's say I, I want to listen to a training or I want to, you know, start, um, you know, learning a new topic or something for real estate or whatever. So I'll, I'll time block 30 minutes, one every day or two days a week. So time blocking, creating a schedule is very helpful. Number three, use technology. We love technology. We've shared a lot of some tap, I mean, apps and things that we use. So utilizing apps and tools for organizing your tasks, setting reminders, and managing your calendar. This can really help you streamline your workflow and keep on track. So I know we've, we also had this episode about pen and, are you a pen and paper or you're more of electronic? And you guys know that Leanne loves her paper calendar and she's super organized color codes and that works for her. For me, I use the notes section of my phone a lot to create to-do list. And I also have that tablet that we've talked about in the past that we ordered from Facebook, um, Skyline. It's really good. It's super simple. And um, Eric and I, we both put our calendars there. Um, we add Anything from work, doctor appointments, date nights, girls, girls night out, are they nice together, trips, kids sports, haircuts, you name it, it goes in there. Um, it sits on the kitchen counter. The kids can see it so they know what's happening. Um, our babysitter sees it. Everyone is on the um, same page. So 
I would say the timer, the note section, the tablet, pen and paper, but um, definitely take advantage of technology to make your life easier. Number four, delegate tasks. This is huge too. Don't hesitate to delegate household chores and responsibilities to family members or, you know, consider outside sourcing tasks like cleaning or grocery shopping if it's available to you. This is really huge too. We, we've also talked about this in the past, how, you know, you're better off um, having other people help you in doing some tasks that are not worth your time so much, right? You're better off are working on things that, you know, will help you in your business or spending quality time with the family. Um, For us, you know, we delegate, obviously having cleaning people that come. I have my babysitter because Eric and I both work full time. Um, I like to go grocery shopping myself, so I don't do Instacart, but I know some people love to do Instacart. So, Whatever you could do that it's available to you to make your life easier and make you spend the time in the activities that are, you know, income producing or spending time with your family and your friends, which is more important, um, you know, you should definitely do. So delegating, we are a big fan of. For example, the meal plans. You guys, Leanne, she does a meal plan. That's a way of delegating, right? Because that's realizing that, you know, you have different needs and you don't have maybe a lot of time to cook. And so you outsource meals. And so they're ready and available for you and the family. You don't have to think about it. I think super helpful. Um, Number five, practice time blocking. And I guess sort of goes with creating a schedule. Block out dedicated time for focused work, uninterrupted family time, and self-care activities. This ensures that you give adequate attention to all aspects of your life. So yes, time blocking for your work, time blocking to make sure you go on that date night, time blocking for self-care. It could be at just 20 minutes sitting outside reading your favorite book, going for a walk. See, self, it doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the spa and spend thousands of dollars. It has to be something that gets you focused and doing something that's fulfilling to you. Like I love to read. I like to go for walks. Obviously, I like to go to the spa and all that sort of stuff. But there's so many things that are a form of self-care. But again, time blocking, craving out the time to do that. Number six, prioritizing the tasks. So identifying the most important tasks for the day and then tackle them first. This prevents feeling overwhelmed and ensures that essential tasks are completed efficiently. This is so huge. We talked about that book, that frog, like doing the one thing that you necessarily don't like, but that will have the most, you know, effect. Um, And it could be so on a personal level, working out, right? I know that I'm a morning person. I know that if I don't get it done, it's hard for me to do it later on. And um, it's proven for me, like I have to do it in the morning. Otherwise, I make all these excuses and I end up not doing it. Um, It could work for me, work, right? Prospecting, like doing all those things that's, or calling. I don't like to call, call people, but like, like, Finding those activities that sometimes you're like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, but you know that if you do them, they will 
have the biggest impact. So um, definitely prioritizing tax. Um, number seven, set boundaries. Establish boundaries between work and family time. Communicate these boundaries to your colleagues and family members to minimize interruptions during designated times. This is super important, right? Like, you know, if you're home and the kids at home, like, for example, when I record the podcast, I say, listen, I'm going to do a podcast. Nobody can come. Nobody can talk to me. Nobody call me. You know, we need quiet, private time uninterrupted. So it's really important to let the other people know that you know, I'm working on a special project or I need to do these. And so when you let them know ahead of time, you're already setting the expectations. Uh, number eight, maximize your productivity. So identify your peak productivity hours and schedule demanding tasks during this time. Minimize distractions and create conducive work environment to enhance focus. This is really huge. I think everybody... Once you get to know your body, you know when you are the most productive. Um, for me in the mornings, like really early, although I love to work out, but morning times for me are really good to do projects where um, like things on the computer, like email or like searching, researching, maybe looking at properties, trying to come up with the comps, um, focus work like that or working on putting things together, things that take time and a lot of focus. My peak productivity, I have to say, is the morning. So find what that is for you and try to schedule those works um, around those times. Practice self-care. This is number nine. Make time for self-care activities such as exercise, meditation, or hobbies, things that make you happy, right? Um, taking care of your physical and mental well-being, it's essential for maintaining productivity and overall happiness. We've talked about this over and over, um, but yeah, exercising, working out, well, same thing, exercising, working out, but, you know, reading, personal development, um, you know, going out with your friends, little things that make you happy. Um, it's super important to make the time for them um, because, you know, you need that time for you um, in in order to be the f best person you can be. You have to take care of your self first, you know, body, mind, and soul. And number 10, be flexible and forgiving. And also, we talk about this all the time, right? You want to understand that not everything's going to go according to the plan. And it's okay to adjust your schedule when needed. Be forgiving of yourself and prioritize what truly matters in the long run. This is super huge. We've had these conversations many times. You have to be flexible. One day can be perfect, but we cannot account for the unexpected things that are going to happen. Like you could be driving and, you know, you're, you get a flat tire. Um, some, a kid gets sick and all of a sudden you have to take him to an appointment. Um, there's so many things that, you know, could happen in a day that you don't plan for. But then that's why planning is so important and organizing yourself because if you've been doing that all week and one unexpected things happen, you can pivot. But be flexible, give yourself some grace. Um, and, you know, the next day you can do better. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Um, I feel like these are tips that anybody can take advantage on 
of this is something that I'm constantly working on. Uh, I shared a lot about the ones that work for me, how I've implemented them. And, um, you know, we're, we're only in February, mid-February. So like we said the other day, January was a, a trial month. So <laughs> things got real now. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any topics that you think Leanne and I should talk about, please let us know. Reach out to us. You can find me on Instagram um, under Dietrich Grace. We also have the Chick Show CEO Instagram channel. And um, yeah, make sure you share, give us some feedback, and um, we will see you here again um, next week on another episode of the Chick Show. Yay. Bye, everyone.